Dick Beardsley as we get ready for the 4th of July. Uh, before we get into uh, how the fish are biting here, Dick, you you got a fun little 4th of July thing scheduled. Yeah, I sure do, Kev. Uh, I'm going up with some guys every year. About now, we we uh, head up to Lake of the Woods, just on uh, the Canadian side up by near Morrison, and go back into Miles Bay. And uh, we, we camp for four nights and, and fish. And I tell you, the only thing we bring with us for food is we bring eggs and bacon for breakfast, and that's it. And otherwise, we depend on ourselves to catch fish for supper and stuff. So <laughs> there's always a little pressure on us, but it's become such a fun event. And like I said, it's our 26th year doing it, so uh, it'll be a lot of fun. So what do you fish for there? Is that uh, bass fishing territory or walleye or both? You know what? Everything, Kev. I tell you, we, you know, we, we fish for walleyes mainly for our, our supper and then... Um, well, we fish bass, we'll fish crappies, we'll even, you know, throw a few musky baits out there, and uh, it's just really a lot of fun. And, you know, one afternoon we, we found an island that's just covered with blueberries, so we'll go and pick a bunch of blueberries, and yeah, we have a, and of course, like every fisherman, you know, you tell you sit around the campfire at night telling stories, and the stories are all the same, but every year the fish keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> well, you uh, uh, started this 26 years ago, or as you said, as a guide trip, and now it's just become uh, a kind of a friendship thing. It, it totally has, and uh, everybody pitches in, and, and every once in a while we'll we'll get a new member here or there that, that wants to join us. But, um, yeah, it's it's something that we look forward to every 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 year, and, my son Andy, you know, I, he he passed a couple of years ago, but that was always, he started going um, with when he was, that was part of the deal that I could bring him, and he was like, I don't know, eight years, six, seven, eight years old at the time, and that was his favorite, favorite trip, and, and we always camp on the same island every year, and so it's kind of, it's kind of become our second home there. Nice. Um, yeah, and, and of course, Lake of the Woods, whether you're on the U.S. side or the Canadian side, is just an amazing, I, I can't even call it a piece of water. It's just so huge. Oh, my gosh, Kev. It's so big. And that's one of the reasons they wanted to go on the on the Ontario side years ago is because, you know, on the Ontario side, there's, they're just islands and bays everywhere. So, you know, <clears throat> you get on that big part of Lake of the Woods on the Minnesota side, and boy, that, that wind comes up and... It can be something, but, you know, on, in, on the Ontario side with all the islands and whatnot, you, know, you can always get in out of the wind if you need to, and uh, it's, just, it's just a lot of fun, so really looking forward to it. All right. Well, for those who are uh, spending a long weekend of fishing in our neck of the woods, uh, how's things been? Kev, I'll tell you what. I've been booked, crazy book busy guiding on the water pretty much every day, and I'll tell you, it's been... <laughs> You know, it's been really good, and I had some folks out uh, from Southern Minnesota Friday and Saturday, and, and uh, you know, it was right Thursday night, we got those big storms, and then again, we got hit Friday morning, and we had to get delayed a little bit, and I'm thinking, man, what's this going to do to the bite? But 
I don't know. The, the fish must have been hungry because I tell you, we, we've been doing good on just about everything. You know, the walleye bite for my groups I've been taking out has really been, it's, I mean, it's been as good now as it was back in early June. And, and I'll tell you, we're still catching the majority of our fish on jigs and now golden shiners that we can get. And, you know, we are pulled leeches and crawlers and whatnot. You catch a few, but most of our fish have been catching, been coming on a jig and a, and a minnow. So uh, <laughs> that's always lots of fun. And, and um, you know, the bass fishing right now, is, is we get our water temperatures, you know, up now into the mid-70s, and, you know, it's, it might get a few degrees warmer, but not a whole lot. The metabolism on those fish just goes nuts. And the, the bass fishing has just been really, really good. And, you know, if, you want, if you're an early riser and want to get out, you know, get out for that first couple of hours after sunrise, and you can usually get in, in on a really good topwater bite, which is just a ball. And then when that kind of quits or slows down, then what we do, we start working the deep weed edges and with plastics and whatnot, and uh, it's been just a ball. So, yeah, the, I tell you, the fishing, uh, you know, going in now to the 4th of July week is, uh, is really holding up very, very well. It is. Uh, it's an amazing uh, year this year. We have had great fishing from the opener on, and it doesn't really seem to be slowing down. I mean, you're still using a jig and a minnow in July. Yeah, yeah, I know. And, and most people by now are pulling spinners and crawlers or something, you know, and bottom bouncers, things like that, to try to get more of a, almost a reaction bite. But I tell you, up and you know, right up through yesterday, we were still getting walleyes on, on jigs and minnows, and, and at least in the lakes we were on in the Bemidji area here. That was the preferred bait, what they wanted. So, um, yeah, and, and now that we can get the golden shiners, uh, they seem to really be, you know, wanting to munch on those. So, no, fishing has been good. And the pike, you know, the pike, you you can throw out, I think, a spark plug with a hook on the end and you're going <laughs> to catch some pike. So, I think it's a great time to get out there, Kevin. And the, the, the panfish, like the crappies and bluegills, if a, per, a person can get on a Bemidji area lake that they know has a population of bluegills and, and crappies, if you can find a good edge of a, of a especially cabbage, if you get on a, on a cabbage in that 8 to 12 foot range and just use small jigs, you can tip them with a minnow or a lot of times we're just using a, a, a plastic tail and what we do is we cast right out into, into the cabbage or the edge of it a slow, steady retrieve with like a 1 16th ounce jig so it, it pulls through the, the, the cabbage real easy and you'll catch plenty of plenty of bluegills and plenty of nice crappies too. We've got a lot more to cover with Dick Beardsley, but up next it's musky talk. When is the best time to go musky angling? We hear from Kevin Cochran next. Some people say fishing is overrated. For the record, they are wrong. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Checking in once again with Kevin Cochran, outstanding musky guide in Paul Bunyan Country. And today, Kevin, we're talking about the best time to go musky fishing. I originally titled this, if you had only one day, we'll say one week. You've done a lot of fishing over the years from basically the time you can legally start until the ice comes on. And traditionally, based on years and years of experience, give me a week or a two-week period where it generally is going to be your best time if you had only a couple weeks to go fishing. Honestly, the best time to go fishing is, of course, 
any time that you can actually get out. Yes. But being that you want to be on the water during the best times during the season, I would say the first two weeks of July always stand out for me for action and also for big fish. And, and that would be obviously a summer pattern. Another time period that stands out for me is the first 10 days of November. Actually, is pretty good, too, with typical weather conditions. You know, if you're talking specific time periods of the day, I would for sure be on the water from a half an hour to 40 minutes before sunrise until three hours after sunrise. In the afternoon, you want to be on the water from, say, like 6 p.m. roughly until 10 p.m. If you have an unusually cold summer like we did last summer where the water temps didn't get above like 72, then I love fishing that late morning to even early afternoon. For me, as a summertime guy, there's nothing more ideal than July fishing. It's nice to be in the boat. It's nice to be on the lake. And on top of that, you've got size and you've got action. That's right. It's beautiful. That's the time in my guidebook that always fills up. It always fills up in the winter. It's the time that People enjoy fishing, they want to get out, and they do understand that I've got a really good shot at catching a big fish, too. So the first two weeks of July, regardless, every year that I fish, it's been good. But you mentioned November, too, and I mean, obviously, if you dress appropriately, that can be just fine, too, and sometimes we have some nice fall days. But, yeah, generally, fall fishing does tend to be pretty good, uh, regardless of species. And with the fall muskie fishing, it's the fish are huge. They're the biggest that they've been all year. Obviously, pre-spawn fish are huge as well, but the season's closed. And that November, the first 10 days of November, speaking in just general terms, it's good. You got one or two shots at a fish a day, typically, which doesn't seem like a lot of action, but those fish are going to be big. That's what draws people. When have you caught your biggest muskie you've ever caught? Personally, the heaviest muskie I've ever caught was the second week of July. And I know that seems crazy because muskies aren't supposed to be that large in July, but it was a 54 and a quarter by 26 and three quarter, wow. which you know, we did not weigh it. So I don't want to give a weight. I mean, maybe an estimate, 47 to 48 pounds, maybe. So maybe I'm off a little bit too. So I don't want to say for sure, but that was the heaviest fish that's ever been in my boat. The longest fish we caught the first week in November, 55 inch fish. We've also caught other 55s in July as well. But for me personally, that's my personal longest fish is a 55. And it did not carry the girth that my summer fish did. That summer fish was kind of an oddity. I mean, it's pretty rare that you see a fish that heavy in July. I was pretty fortunate to get something that big in July. So let's talk about lakes to fish. There's a lot of them up here that are very, very good. But let's say we're looking for action more than size. What's a good musky choice there? You know, Low Wolf Lake, Mantrap Lake, both lakes produce fish in the mid-upper 40s. And you can catch, you know, multiple fish throughout the day usually. So those two lakes itself, they have a lot of fish per acre. Big Lake is more considered more of an action lake than a trophy lake as well. Minnesota lakes in general aren't managed for number lakes, but some populations in different lakes take off and therefore give that appearance of a number lake. I would definitely say those three stick out. If you're looking to catch the biggest one ever, where do you go? You know, I would say Bemidji, but Bemidji, it can be a tough lake. It really, really can be. I mean, if you're not fishing peak times, you can go a week without catching a fish. And there are certain time periods that I go out there and then I know, okay, well, traditionally this is the time to go out there and fish. And I do spend a lot of time on Plantagenet and Cass Lake as well. But Bemidji does have giants. But to catch those giants, you have to put in your dues. It's not a lake that I would recommend starting out on. It's a lake over time you can start developing yourself as an angler 
and experimenting out there. So to maybe parallel that with a game like golf, you start out on the par threes and then eventually you go to Augusta. Right. I would compare Little Wolf and Mantrap and those beginner lakes. I mean, they're not even necessarily beginner lakes. They do have more fish in them per acre than the low-density lakes like like Bemidji, mini golf style. Up next, back to Dick's Beersley as we continue to get you ready for a long holiday weekend of fishing. There are three seasons in Minnesota. Fishing, ice fishing, and hell on earth. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Check back in with Dick Beardsley. There's so many things to go for in so many different lakes. Uh, I know you're not going to give away all your secrets, but uh, what are some of the lakes you've been fishing lately? Yeah, I tell you, Big Lake has been really good for us for walleyes and for crappies. And, um, in fact, last Friday, I had a, for folks out there, we were walleye fishing, and I, I was bringing in about a pound and a half walleye or something, and I, and I said to the guys, oh, I got one on. So they kind of were looking over. When just before I got that gosh dang fish to the boat, this giant muskie, and he was definitely 50-plus inches, came after that muskie, and they could all see it. And stuff. Oh. That was that was pretty exciting. So I had a guy trip yesterday uh, for muskie, and, I, and I'm not, uh, let me tell you, if if I can get him over to Kevin Cochran, that's what I try to do. But, <laughs> but he wanted to go out. You know, Kevin knows where they're at. I know where they should be at. And I thought... You know, with, with muskies being so territorial, I thought that muskie's got to be in that same area. So we, we I took them to bed yesterday, and, and we're, we're doing every We're throwing all kinds of baits, a lot of bucktails and whatnot. And I never saw the big fella, but uh, we did get a couple of follows of smaller fish and had one hooked on and, of course, caught a few pikes. Um, so Big Lake has been kind of a, just kind of a good all-around fishery, you know, and it's, and it's a, I, I haven't been on their bass fishing recently, but it's a good bass lake too. So, and you know, we've been on Lake Bemidji a fair amount, and and we're we're still catching a lot of the walleyes where we were catching them uh, back in June and like around the tournament time. But although my wife Jill and I, <laughs> our fish kind of shut off that day, but that's a whole other story. But um, but we're still getting fish anywhere from eight feet out to twenty eight feet. So you know, just don't be afraid to kind of. Try different depths, try different techniques, and um, you know you're you're gonna you're gonna get some fish. You know, I want to go back and talk about Big Lake for a bit. Uh, it is so, I mean, people know, but yet it is overlooked at the same time. And it's such a great lake. Like you noted, there's er, everything is in there. There really is, Kev. And I tell you, you could spend an entire weekend and fish eight ten hours a day and still not fish all the good spots out there. There's so many humps and bars and good weed lines and cabbage areas, and, and, it, it, and it's such a gorgeous lake. You know, it's just beautiful, surrounded by the Chippewa National Forest. The road, you know, getting out there is not the best right now. they got it all chewed up, and, and if it rains, it gets to be a mucky mess, especially if you come in from the north. But if you come in from the south side off of uh, Power Dam Road there, then it's, it's not so bad, and there's, you know, I, I usually don't see many people out there at all. If, if most of the fishermen I see out there are folks that are staying at the resort on the south end there, they're out there fishing. But uh, it's a big lake, as it noted, and it, it's got a little bit of everything, or I should say it's got a lot of everything, and it's just a fun lake to fish. 
Yeah, everything from the biggies, the muskies, all the way down to uh, to the uh, the bluegills, and and yeah, absolutely, wow. yeah. It's uh, and like I said, the bass fishing. You get back, you know, in that one day on the west side, there, and there's all kinds of wild rice, and there's some deep water off the rice. And I tell you, if you like, you know, pitching jigs with plastics for bass, you'll you'll have a ball back in there. You know, and we, we know that this is the time of year when the muskies start to heat up. We know that this is the time yep. of year where bass fishing is great and, and pan fishing is great. So I'm, I'm, I think the real pleasant surprise is that the, the walleye bite is still on. Yeah, you're right, Kevin. You know, it's, as everybody pretty much knows, with that late winter, and then it warmed up so quick, and then it cooled down the water temperature, and now it's back up to where it usually is about this time of the year, but... Some of the I, I, one thing I have noticed on many of the area lakes, some of the some of the weed growth isn't what it was like last year at this time, and in some areas it's the same. But on other lakes or, or certain parts of the lake where you used to have a really good patch of cabbage, now there's there's still some cabbage there, but it, it, the growth isn't what it was. I don't know if that was from the warm winter or the late winter or whatever it was, but uh, hey, there it's still out there. I know people don't like fishing along weed edges and into the cabbage and whatnot because you've got to, you know, is it a fish or is it a weed? Like I tell people, if you're not sure, set the hook. Hook sets are free. And, um, you'll, you know, you'll find about every species of fish along that weed line. So whether you're fishing for walleyes or bass or pike or muskies, you might catch all four of them. You know, you just never know when you're fishing along the edge of a deep, deeper type of grass. All right, uh, and of course, uh, we've got a long weekend of fishing. People have plenty of time to try a few different lakes, a few different techniques, go after a few different species. Um, it should be a lot of fun this weekend for those who want to spend the bulk of it angling. Oh, absolutely, Kevin. And, uh, you know, sometimes like you know, we might have a little stormy weather, but then by, you know, by the afternoon, it sounds like things are going to be nice and the rest of the week is looking good. And, and just be aware that, you know, with... Fourth of July being in the middle of the week, there may be more people on area lakes this week than normal that would be during the, the week because some people are taking the whole week off. But especially the Fourth of July, you know, you're always going to get more people out there, and there's going to be more pleasure boaters. Maybe a few of those motorized mosquitoes that buzz around out there, <laughs> the jet skis. And but you know, be patient at the boat landings. If somebody's having a problem, you know, ask them if you can help out instead of getting upset at them. And uh, everybody will go out there and have a fun time. That that's great, great advice. Hey, Dick, uh, I know you're busy this weekend and probably have a lot of uh, trips booked already. But uh, still, any spots uh, if people want to use your services later yeah, this year? You know what, Kev? You know, July is crazy. August, I've, I've got some openings, but hey, folks, don't be afraid to call because every once in a while, you know, you get a. It happened last week. One day, I got a cancellation, and I was able to get another another group out instead. So yeah, you can give me a call at two one eight five five six. 7172, or you can go to my website, com. All right, Dick Beardsley, headed to the Great White North for uh, a holiday weekend. And, uh, Dick, we appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Hey, you too, Kev. Have a great Fourth of July. When I'm in country. Learn it. Know it. Live it.